Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Melanie Pierce and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, I, I wanted to start off by saying more or less I've seen like, you know how Spotify and things work. Sometimes you see acts and they just come across your feed and then you're like, all right, Taylor Swift, that's enough of you for the fucking day. Like I've seen 20 of yours and mm-hmm. that'd be like Bruno Mars. I'm like, all right, Bruno, you don't do interviews anyway. So why the fuck am I seeing an ad by you? And mm-hmm. then I was like, all right, we've got independent artists up in Canada that I'm like, I know or got to know. And I'm like, that's cool. And then when I seen yours, and this is why I want to do this intro in particular. Hi, my name is Brian. This is my podcast. This is day five of doing interviews. No, that's what caught my eye was it was like, all right, I think it was day two or day three of music on social meds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That's, so I was wondering like how, I thought it was like through Spotify or something. I was no, like, I'm no. not sure like no, what, yeah. what you saw, but that's awesome yeah. that that yeah. is how you found me. Yeah, it was on Instagram, and then you're scrolling. I don't know. I I, I want to predict that it was probably like seven o'clock or so at night, and you're just scrolling. And then next yeah. minute, it was just like you get ads, and then I'm just like, okay. And the next minute, it was just so like, I don't know. It's just the way that it pre- was presented. Because most times through Facebook, it'd be like, hey, do you like the 1975? I'm like, love the 1975, and I'm like, you'll love my band. I'm like, fuck you. Like, no, <laughs> I. I won't. I just know I won't. Don't. I'm, I probably I'm, won't. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm 31. I'm set in my ways. Don't try to convince me otherwise. Right? right. But yours came across as more or less like, hey, this is Melanie. I'm a singer songwriter. It's like, and then like, and then I looked at it. I was like, okay, so this is day, I think it was like day three or day four. And then I was like, okay, let's see what day two and day one were. And it was the same constant of like right in your face, like, hey, this is my, this is my guitar, blah, blah, blah. And I was just still like, <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, the first question I kind of want to ask you in that is like, do you find at some point, and it's not supposed, not supposed to be mean because this is just fun conversation, but when you first came up with that, were you kind of like, oh man, is this going to come across as cringy? Because I'm sure at times when you're doing that, you're like, you don't really feel overly invested, but we all know how marketing works where if I came across and like, hey, this is Tobin, this is my podcast, or like, why is he angry? It's his show. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of have to amp it up as like, hey, this is Tobin. It's my podcast. Yeah. So when you came up with that, were you kind of at first like, ah, or were you like this, this is going to sell me? No, I was honestly like, uh, this, uh, whatever. I, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really tired of like everybody is of social media. Like I'm, I'm, I hate it and um, don't like that. You have to like, you sort of are like, you have to be on TikTok. You have to be on Instagram. You have to be doing these things if you want anybody to care. And part of that's true, you know, sure. Like you have to be an active musician and like be doing things, but that could be a whole number of things, not just like posting on social media. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to post for like a bunch of days in a row. 
and see what happens because ultimately for me the goal is to get to a thousand followers on tiktok which is not that many in, in the grand scheme of things that way you can start to go live and actually like do little live shows essentially like live stream shows on tiktok so that was kind of like the aim that and that's the goal have not gotten there yet but also haven't posted in a long time um when i started doing that Hey, this is Melanie. Here's my guitar. This is Day. Welcome to you know day seven of music on social media. I was like, whatever. This is sticky enough that if people listen, if people see it, they'll be like, cool. And I just want to be like real and just want to be myself. And and I'm awkward and like socially awkward. And I'm like, whatever. I'm just like, like this is the best I have right now. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how that was born. And then I haven't put anything out in a long time on TikTok, like a couple weeks now. And I actually, the last post I made was about that and was basically like, hey, like a wicked imposter syndrome, like most people do. Okay. And um, like, it gets so bad sometimes that I'm like, when that happens, I'm like, I don't even want to, like, I don't even want, I don't even like, want to practice. So like, I want to ask you, cause like, you know what I do find with social media and I do find when it comes to like being very genuine with social media, like people like, and we're in like a whole different aspect with social media today where people like genuine people like if you can make fun of yourself if you like you know like you know your your strengths but you're also like exposing maybe your weaknesses or things that you're like hey this is something that i'm not that great at but it makes you like in your own words there makes you kind of more human like Mm -hmm. again like i said is i came across the whole your intro and then day three day four but I did find the training because like then, then that's how you hook me in. But then I was like, all right, like let's actually go through some of the TikTok, some of the Instagram. And one of the ones that really caught my eye and I'm like, you know what? Like she's self-aware, but I kind of think it's funny. It was, I think it's like a really old one where it's like, you're making fun of where you haven't posted in so much time. And then someone's like, well, you basically got to start all over again. And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's cool. Like whatever. And it's like you taking someone else's audio, but I'm like, that's kind of neat. Like, cause I've seen TikToks where I'm just like, man, it's kind of cringy. You're just taking someone else's content and passing it off as your own. Mm-hmm. But I thought that one was kind of like, I don't know the basics of where the actual original content came, but I'm like, it's interesting because she's pretty much saying like, fuck, like I have to start over, but I know I have to start over and that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Where some artists is like, damn, I have to start over. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's even, it's gotten to the point where people have actually recommended like, you should just make a new TikTok account or you should just make a new Instagram and start over. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will yeah. not be doing that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't it's know. Hard. It's, like, it's either, you know, people get so caught up in like the streams and the views and the likes and all of that garbage. And it's like, I don't want to sit here and say like, it's either going to happen or it's not. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, but yeah. like, if I have to doctor something like like that seems like doctoring. Like if I got to make another thing just to because maybe it'll get more views and hits like then I'm either not that good of an artist like to where my if my artistry is not standing out, I don't care. Like that I don't want it, you yeah, know. Okay. Like that's, that's the thing. I want to ask you kind of getting into the music side like tell me a little bit about like where your interest in music came from certain artists that you enjoy because i see that you did a cover of 1975 chocolate for one of your yeah. days and i see like it seems like you're a big paramore person so i mean like i feel like you're happy that paramore's back i am a big paramore person yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
it's not even a fan. It's like I am just like listen. There's a fandom, and then it's just like I am a Paramore person. I am, I, I breathe them. I inhale them. Like anything Paramore, it's just all me, man. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. I always have been uh, since the very since the dawn of that band. I have been a loyal follower. But um, since I was a little child is the answer. You know, I mean, my parents will tell me stories about like I used to just like scream like movie soundtracks that I knew so like The Lion King and uh like Little Mermaid and stuff like that they'll tell me stories of like I used to just like belt it from the back seat like in my car seat or whatever um and so I've always loved singing and then you know it, it evolved like as you as like grew singing was like a way I comforted myself when I was like lonely or I was super I've always been like um, an introvert and, you know, had a smaller group of friends and, you know, quality over quantity and that kind of thing. And, you know, it, it, anyway, singing was a way I like comforted myself. And then um, I have this theory that like, I guess not, I can't say everybody, but I think most people know like in their gut in like, whether they're aware of it or not, um, know from a very young age, like what they want to do, like what they want their existence to be about. And I, there's plenty of stories, like not only myself of, of always being interested in music and always wanting to play instruments and sing and be in a band and do solo stuff and just write and perform. Uh, but also like my old, my next door neighbor that I grew up with um, as a kid, he like loved planes and loved like the idea of being a pilot and, that dream kind of like died and or faded rather as he grew up and now he's in his early 30s and he's a pilot he's like really going for it and is like doing all of the, the the things that you have to do to become like a super successful pilot so um it's just so cool <laughs> i'm like I'm, i always get so like happy and proud when i when i see him doing stuff but anyway that that theory and um yeah so since i was a little kid i, I kind of had the gut instinct of this one when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tell me a little bit about like your first guitar or the guitar you have now, like the importance of that. Because I know when I, at a young age, it was like, around Christmas time, actually. Like I always liked broadcasting. I always liked the idea because like I had an older brother that would kind of annoyingly, we'd listen to Casey Kasem in the car. And okay. he would like, instead of letting Casey talk, he would probably already heard it like earlier that day. So he recited it. And then he, and I be like you know you're a young age you're like wow so you did this word for word that's so cool and then like years later you're like motherfucker just let him talk but I thought it was interesting and then one year I got this like DVD or like a, a DJ set and it was just like you find your radio you put it on like a static dial and then the thing connected where you can actually hear yourself through your own radio you know it's like very 90s to early 2000s based you tell that the kids today like wow what a loser. But I, I thought it was like super cool. And I remember going downstairs and telling my parents, I'm like, can you hear me on the radio? Not knowing that it's only my radio because it's only hooked up. <laughs> right. 
okay. so then they were they were just still like oh yeah you sound so good and i was just like like your mouth drops you're like do i do i sound really good and then you go back upstairs and practice and they're probably like great we got rid of him for another three hours he's busy but like in my mind i was sold i was like oh it's like this is something that clearly i sat down for like hours listening like putting in my own backstreet boy cd and be like okay next stop i want it that way and then someone would walk in the room and be like what are you doing i'm like can you hear me on the radio downstairs like oh right i'm supposed to pretend that i can like totally you sound so good like i don't know like i, I get it because that's like my theory of okay that's how i kind of got into broadcasting but like that's my long-winded story so feed me with yours how did you like pick up your guitar and like what was maybe like the first song that you're like hey this is why i want to get this guitar for yeah so i started i started singing like with super super young and and would do that and would kind of like write songs with just melodies and lyrics yeah. and that kind of thing um i begged my parents i wanted an electric guitar so bad and i wanted to be like avril Lavigne, and um she was like she was a huge like initial inspiration and my parents were like, no, like you don't need an electric guitar. Or well, then my dad got me this acoustic guitar. I think the the place that he was working at at the time they had like a like a point system, so he like had enough points to get this guitar online. So it was like nice. a Yamaha that was probably like two hundred bucks anyway, and it was just an acoustic guitar, and that was my first guitar. That one is special. Just it's at my parents' house still. Um, that one's special just because it it was the first guitar I picked up. I've actually not like taught other people, but other people have picked up a, their first guitar in it being that one. You, you, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that like that's cool too. But in terms of like first songs and stuff like that, I remember I got it and then I looked at it for like like a year maybe. Like I didn't even play it after I got it, and <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like I don't, I don't know, and. I wasn't super encouraged um, growing up to like practice and to play and that kind of a thing. And my parents wanted a very different uh, future for me. So I was not, I was not heavily encouraged. And so I really didn't pick it up. And then, but when I finally did, I think I was like 14 and maybe 13, 14, something like that. And I initially like started playing Taylor Swift songs because she was brand new and uh, I had just started to play country music, and so I was like, "All right, cool. I have an acoustic guitar, country music. Yeah, cool. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of started. I, I kind of like imagine, like I know today, like if you're like talented, like a, you know, you can find an acoustic way to make any song, like any pop song, acoustic. And I think that's really cool because it takes talent to do that. But I can just imagine, like coming home with it, like you know, you're like sitting in your room waiting for this like electric guitar like i'm gonna be avril Lavigne. and next minute the acoustic guitar rubs like man i can't play skater boy on this he wants a skater. it'd be like more like an it'd have to be like an emo song where it's just like he wants a skater boy and you just be like man it's not the same not the same punk feel i can't smash this guitar it's like don't ever smash that guitar you're like well yeah i can't now it's acoustic i remember like getting kind of interested in music myself like we are i my brother got a guitar one year for christmas and he never played it and then i kind of looked at it and i was just like it's just sitting there man like it wants to be played like i don't know it's like the you know it's like the friends thing where it's like this bike wants to be ridden so it's like you're taking away its soul 
so, you're making the bike sad. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then she's like, okay, Ross. And then like she goes over and hugs it. That's how I felt. I was just like, oh, poor guitar. You want to be played. So then yeah. I tried to learn it myself because I had like a, its own book. And I don't know, I just had like fat hands or maybe I was just like, all right, like, because I I'm, I have Sturge Weber. So like my right side isn't as strong as my left. So then I was trying to figure out how the hell do I hold it? Do I go with this? And I was like, fuck it, whatever. And then we also had like, uh, a piano in our house so i was like all right i'll just take a piano it's like that could be simple and i think because i was big into chris brown i tried to learn forever on piano and i started to get used to like the beginning mm-hmm. and then i just fucking gave up because i was just like because so, when i was like I, I think i had a few friends that were in piano like man you got to be like super specific with your fingers you gotta be and i was just like yeah no i'm not doing this i'm just like i'll just stick to being a fake radio guy <laughs> <laughs> you can hear me on my own radio if you want. In the <laughs> right. I perform every night. Yeah, perform, perform every night. You just got to come in my room and turn on the dial to like this 93.7. They're like, so can I hear it outside? No, you got to come in my room. They're like, I think this is just you trying to get girls in your room. Like, no. <laughs> I, like, I invite everyone over to listen to me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That is super, super interesting that you, so you said your brother had the guitar and then you started playing piano? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, it, I, it wasn't very long. It was just like we he had the guitar and I think they were just it was just downstairs gaining dust and I was like, All right, so I started putting that in my room as just kind of display piece because like I was just like, Oh, it looks like a nice guitar to look at and if someone came in, like I again, I don't have a lot of friends. So it wasn't like people were coming over and be like, Tobin, play it. I was just like, It's there. If someone comes over and wants to play it, great. But yeah. it was just kind of like a conversation piece, I guess a bad one at that because then they'd be like play it and i'd be like oh man but then i was like man i kind of oh. yeah it's like yeah i kind of have to and then when i learned tried i was like all right fuck that uh and then i just i was like oh piano might be just as easy because i knew friends that played it so then i was like maybe they could teach me or at least you know try and then that didn't work so successfully and then i was just like all right screw it like i'm not going to be the music guy at best i'll just be like the comedian that uses music in some capacity where it's like the phoebe approach where it's like i can play smelly cat really bad like you <laughs> yeah. know and then they'll be like hear that. yeah it's like you want you want to hear me play a guitar really bad but i'll make jokes while i'm doing it so then it's like the whole irony is oh he knows he's bad at playing the guitar right yeah but he's so good at telling jokes right that, that's that's he's that's his stick right and it's like <laughs> i hope so it's like i hope he's not actually trying up there <laughs> Yeah, and then someone will yell out, "That's that kid who plays radio in his own room." And I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I, I guess a little bit of the fun aspect here is like, I know you do your own cover, or like, I know you had covers as well, and you got your own music. Like, tell me a little bit about your writing process with that, because I know it again. I found it interesting, and some people would be like, "How do you find it interesting?" I just do because, again, when it comes back to the social media side of yeah, you kind of get exposure from doing people's covers because they know what that song sounds like. Like, yeah. I know what chocolate sounds like by 1975, so therefore I have something to compare it to when I listen to you sing it. I'm like, all right, either good or hey, what the fuck? But, you know, like, when you come out with your own, you it's kind of like people either like it or they're kind of like, okay, don't dig it. Like, I think you did one for, like, day seven or day eight where it was like, oh, this is my own original illusions. I was like, oh, okay, this is something different that I can kind of like seize and be like, okay, do I like the song? Do I not like it? I get to kind of judge. But tell me a little bit about that because I feel like coming up with your own music, 
can be both great and also can be a little bit of a pain in the ass because there there's going to be people on social media like I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really deal a whole lot with like that side of it, where people are like, I don't get it, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, you lucky, people, you're lucky. Yeah, well, most people are, you know, are respectful, um, but I get that a lot of people aren't. Um, and, um, you know, I love writing music. I write a lot. I mean, most everything everything is uh infused with like some sort of personal experience that's really where i write from so like there will be periods of time where i haven't written in a, in a minute um and you know just like out actually living life and uh gathering those experiences and then like i process things and um have always been like super emotional and you know i'll, I'll process things and, and more often than not they end up in songs or some aspect of of the situation will end up in a song. So, uh, I want to ask you to kind of like a bit of a fun aspect here is like, what do you, what do you see yourself or the goals that you have for like 2023? Um, you know, like I, I, cause I seen that you were getting ready to do, I think it's like February. I seen like there was an open mic or like a show that you're on a billboard for already. Like I seen the poster for. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like, I know that you're still doing kind of shows or getting gigs, but like, is there kind of like a goal for at the end of 2023, you're going to be like, if I don't at least achieve this or succeed that, or at least make this, that it's not necessarily a failure, but it's just a nice thing to have, you know, in your resume rather than like, grind it out. <laughs> right. Another year down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, so the big thing for me is I'm not, I used to be like, I don't know, you, you, you grow and learn different things and evolve, right? Like that's, that's what's supposed to happen. It's like, you're supposed to evolve, you're supposed to kind of change yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, things like that. And I, I, I'm less about putting some sort of like, I have to do this by this time or I'm done. I'm not into that. Um, you know, because I, I want like, the, the the true like the real the real life just human experience of like things change and like the best laid plans are not going to go that way so it rather than again have this like i have to do this this and this or or what or i'm pissed like it's uh it's or i'm a failure or whatever um for me it's play more shows and that's not going to be hard to beat my record for 2022 play more shows and um and there are new, there's new music coming everybody's way. And I've been working very hard on that. And so hopefully we'll be wrapping that up like in the beginning of 2023. And then we'll look at releasing it in like later in the year. So I don't know exactly when yet. Uh, we're still figuring all that out. But there's a lot of new music coming and super excited about that. So releasing the new music and playing more shows. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. 
I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Uh, I want to ask you in a, b- a bit of a fun aspect here. Like we kind of like to close out certain episodes with playing a game of random questions. Okay. It's it's pretty like it's computer generated. I lose the podcast. People love it because then I fuck off and they're like, oh, cool. He's done. I'm just going to let it generate here. So the first random question they have is, oh, this one's not bad. What's an artist that you would not ever want to go see? Kanye West. Kanye, okay, that's that's fair. I would have probably went with like, just I know it's a Canadian reference, and people are gonna be like, okay, bandwagon, but I don't know, Nickelback for me. Okay. Like I, if someone had concerts or like tickets to it, and they're like, we're gonna see Nickelback, I'm like, now, nah, man, I can tell you all their songs right here, right now. They'll be like, they'll be like, I know, but there's other people out there who'd probably be like, well, I don't want to go see Cardi B or whatever. I'm like, me neither, man. I'm with you. Like, there's a lot of ones that I want to see. Uh, do you remember, okay, this random question has, uh, what is your biggest fear? Um, fear the fear of being forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you mine. Mine is, and it's not like deep. Cause I know people will be like, oh, like the fear of, uh, it's like the fear of no one being loved or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck off. It's like, just have a, a le- legitimate fear. Mine is, I don't know necessarily. I think it's more or less, I know people will say it's the fear of falling. Nah. It's the Vera Heights. I don't like heights. Okay. I feel like I've, I've gone off like a high dive in a swimming pool and looked down and I jumped because, you know, I'm 12 and it's my birthday and I'm a pussy if I don't. So, <laughs> so people yelling, like, just do it. I'm like, okay, awesome. But I can, like, I think it's like when people are like, no, you have a fear of falling. I'm like, no, I'm standing on the top of things and I'm scared. Like if someone pushes me over, then that's the fear of heights and falling. Right now, I just have a fear of being on the top of how did I get here and why. Yeah, yeah. I am terrified of, and this is not crazy, super deep, like I said, uh, putting myself out there and becoming, like, becoming successful, like getting, getting okay. exactly what I have always wanted, always thought I wanted, and it not, and it not making me happy. Okay. No, I, I, that's, feel I think that's, that's like that is a super like I'm still unpacking that, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's a no, really big I, that is that is deep. But I I feel like you know what if people were honest, there's probably a lot of people that would say, you know, I want this, I want to do this, but I'm also f- afraid that if I do it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be what I expected it to be. That's right. how I you know what in in saying that that's kind of how I felt with broadcasting. Because I felt like if I went to actually work in a network, I'm like, man, I'm going to have it made. People are going to know me everywhere I go. People are going to be like, man, I love you on the news, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a part of me that's like now, like 10 years after the fact of kind of doing this. I'm like, it is kind of nice to kind of be like just yourself. Yes, people know you, but not to the extent where if I go out in public, they're like, oh, my God, he's out in public. Swamp him. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm just kind of trying to walk my dog. Mm-hmm. right some young kid comes up like can i have your autograph like <laughs> just spit on a piece of paper like there spread that around i'm an asshole and therefore no one will come and visit me ever 
the next random one they have here. Um, oh, oh, this was the two of the season, I guess. I guess because it's kind of Christmas related anyway. Um, what is your most favorite gift that you ever received? The piano that I bought myself um, for Valentine's Day in 2018. Oh, that sounds like, I mean, that kind of sounds sad. Oh, excuse me, 2019. Okay. 2019? Yeah, because that's what, that's what people are really concerned of, the year that you bought it. <laughs> Hold on now. It doesn't make sense. In 2018, I knew this girl. She could not afford that piano. But so 2019, she could. It was, it was 2018. Yes, it was. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was 2018. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a late Christmas gift. It was a Valentine's Day gift. Um, okay. Yeah, like I, I got it for myself. And that's actually what I wrote Illusions on. Oh, okay. There you go. A little bit, yeah. of, little bit of sneak peek or some info there. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I feel like for mine, it was just probably like a PlayStation system. And it wasn't even mine. It was my brother's. <laughs> was, but he's like 10 years older. He's like, do you want to play NHL with me? I'm like, yeah. Like, ask no more. Spending quality time with my 10-year-old brother. Sweet. And then get your ass kicked. And you're like, okay. But I get to play this more, right? So I can practice. And he'd be like, whatever. And I'd be like, cool. So, yeah. That's sad. I'm sure there's people out there like, wow, you're greedy. You took your brother's gift. I'm like, man, I was old enough that I wanted one too. But young enough that they didn't want to give me one. So. You know, it is what it is. But uh, all right, so let's see what this one says. Um, oh, okay. What's your favorite fast food place and why? Taco Bell. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, don't judge me. Because, um, uh, because I don't really, for some, for whatever reason, like it's like a once a year thing now um, that I'm just like, I, I got to. Anchoring. <laughs> okay. Like, only Taco Bell will satisfy it. Nice. Okay. And you know what else, though? It's like a kudos to Taco Bell. <laughs> because you can, Taco make, Bell. you can make, it's easy to make like a uh, Crunchwrap Supreme vegetarian. Like, you can do beans instead of beef. And, like, yeah. there you go. Um, not that I am fully vegetarian. I've teetered a lot. I was for for several years, and um, now I'm a little and more lax about it. Uh, but you know, I'm just just not super strict. But I do prefer a vegetarian diet. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why. All right, fair fair enough. Like the reason that I said Taco Bell is because just because like up here I don't see a lot of Taco Bell commercials. I don't think we even have one in Newfoundland. Okay. Um, we're only getting a Pizza Hut back. We used to have a Pizza Hut like ten years ago. And that's my choice. I love Pizza Hut. So, like, when my brother actually visits for Christmas from Ottawa to come to Newfoundland, I'm like, uh, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I know this is going to sound super sad, but can you just bring home some Pizza Hut? <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, man, that's a terrible idea. But he's like, I'll do it. And I'm just like, yes, that's my Christmas wish. Nice. Just bring, just give me Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's like my favorite type of pizza, especially stuffed crust. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so this, uh, we'll go with three more randoms one here. Uh, the next random one, what is a place that you haven't visited, but you'd like to? Uh, there's a ton. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess Australia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, and why Australia? Uh, gorgeous and um, 
far like far enough away that like I may not get there. <laughs> I may I may not get there. Like I'm, I'm more confident that I'll get to England, that yeah. I'll get to Italy. Um, I'm I'm way more you know way, I'm leaving out a ton of places, but yeah, I'm I'm less confident that I'll actually get to like Australia and New Zealand. Wow. Okay. Wow. You're making me think because I, I I you know what it's um it's funny because like. In my world, it's like, okay, I've been to Canada, I've been to the States, I'm good. If I go to see England or something, that's great. But like, you gotta imagine, like, it's kind of weird to think that there have been people out there that lived and never seen, like, you know, certain parts of the world. You only see it through, you know, the news, or now we see it through, like, social media. But it's interesting. I, I feel like mine, I'd like to go to England. But at yeah. the same time, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to travel. It's like when my parents are like, we're gonna make a trip down to Florida. Do you wanna come and, like, fuck that they're like but you like typhoon lagoon and stuff i'm like yeah that's true and then they're like but you like new york city you want to go see snl i'm like i do but do i gotta travel and they're like yeah, yeah that's how this works i'm like oh, what about snickers. travel you not like i don't know I, I see to me it's kind of like my mindset towards it is i i can get a plane from newfoundland to nova scotia it's about an hour and a half and then another one that's an hour and a half to ottawa I don't really mind that as much. It's just that I don't like being either in an air and feeling compact on a plane. Like, cause mm -hmm. I feel like, Oh, we're flying and there's like 20 seats or whatever. And we're like, I can't go anywhere. I have to stay here. Um, and even like, I can distract myself with music and stuff, but I still kind of get that mindset where I'm like, Holy fuck. Like I can't phone anybody up here. I'm literally up here for an hour and a half trying to keep myself entertained. And then a train, I don't mind as much because I feel like a train, you can actually see the level fields, houses. You're on land. Yeah. And, <laughs> but there's still, there's still a part of me that, you know, when I was at a university, there was a kid in my class. I didn't know him that well, but we had a, um, I think a train and a bus collided and um, he ended up passing away. And like oh, that wow. to me, like now he's not, again, he's not very close, but he was just a classmate, but it's just weird for like one day, you know him in your class and he's like 20 odd, same that you were, and he's not there the next day. And I was like, all the dude was doing was going to school and going home and then boom, done. So I'm just like, there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to be boom and done. I kind of just want to be, get me to where I'm going without the boom. Yeah. So yeah. scary. Yeah. But like. I, I like how some people's mindsets, which I love this. Someone at my workplace a few years ago, her daughter was scared that it was like shortly after like 9-11 and they were making a trip. And um, she said, well, why are you concerned? And it's like the worst kind of parenting, but I thought it was funny where she's just like, we're all going together on a plane. So if we crash, big whoopee, we all go together. I'm just like, oh, that's great. That's lovely. Your daughter's like really concerned about flying and your basically approaches. Who gives a shit? If we go down, we're going down together. I'm like, you sing that in songs. You don't say that in person. Yeah, it's like a chain smoker. If we go down, we go down together. It's like, okay, chain smokers. Like, I love that you're bringing it to me in an upbeat format, but in real person, real life, no, we don't. I don't think they meant it literally. No, no, exactly. <laughs> if it's in real person, chain smokers, you're going down by yourself. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we got two more. The second last one they have. Um. Oh yeah, this one's not bad. Uh, other than I, because I'm gonna kind of reword it, but it's like other than music, what's another like passion that you have that you think 
if it wasn't music you would have went after um design oh okay yeah really love really love anything design like all forms oh okay interesting yeah. nice yeah. okay uh let's see with the last one here um uh, just waiting for it to kind of populate oh, i don't like that one all right we'll go with this one then uh if you could find yourself on any tv show <laughs> what tv show would you be and like what kind of character would you play Ah oh, man um really uh, it's like, a tricky one it's a tricky because you got like you, you kind of got to think of what tv show and then what character because you don't want to replace a character that's already there or be like one that's just a season in and then be like oh yeah we already have that character yeah i mean you know how so you know how like i'll use the show friends as an example love friends will, yeah. will use like um other celebrities to do like a cameo for like an yeah. episode or two or what have you i think i would be like more into that kind of a thing like playing myself um in as in like a cameo sort of okay. way i'm i'm really not a huge tv person i guess other here's 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 actually here's what here's my answer is <laughs> that's that's one thing that i would like totally be yeah yeah i think that'd be so cool but also a show like um um like the witcher or something like that where there's a lot of uh like you're you're playing a fictional character yeah. and the like i really want to be on like a set like that to see like the set design and like to see like the full like body makeup that you have to like you do to like get into character like i i, I would love to do something like that okay yeah. no i i i, I I think what I would do, like I, I, I like Friends, I like Boy Meets World. I, when I was smaller, I actually wanted to change my last name to Matthews because I wanted to be part of like the Matthews family. I was like, man, it's like I want to be Corey's brother. Uh, but for me, I think if I had to create like my own show or like whatever your own character, I want to be like a PR show, like like a, a comedy style, like the like The Office, but instead of focusing on like an office environment your public relations people and like you're trying to help people like spin like they're in shitty situations and you're trying to like be the good PR person that like because I think that would be like a funny show to do where it's like some like every week someone comes in or yeah it's like like uh Mariah Carey got herself in shit again we got to kind of help her out and then you're like oh fuck what did you do this time and then like the idea is like you're the the guy that's supposed to be a genius but you're also an asshole because you don't like celebrities so it's almost like I'll help you but I don't want to help you because I kind of want to see you suffer yeah that's a that's a there's there's a there's a there's a premise there i can see that yeah it's almost like you know in the bottom of your heart you're a good guy but at the same point you're like we're kind of giving them by being the pr people and spinning their bad thing in a positive way are we really helping them it's like no and this guy sees through that so he's kind of like i'll help you because i got a i got a heart but the same point is like i kind of want to make you suffer along the way so like you realize Okay, I don't want to fucking do this again because I don't want to deal with him. So what I'm hearing is that you want to write a show. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean that that's ideally. I did that as a project one year for school, but and the guy because the idea was again 
it's such a Canadian thing to do, but in a Canadian studies class for the final project of the year, they're like, oh yeah, come up with like your own Canadian identity because we don't have a fucking Canadian identity. I'm like, have you not gone elsewhere? People love us. We're polite. That's our identity. Case closed. Why are we so like, you know, we're like little kids. We're like, oh my God, I need something. It's like, no, you know what we are. Shut up. But he asked us like, you can come up with a Canadian superhero. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. So I went to the teacher. I was like, can I just come up with my own TV show? And he's like, sure. He's like, but I'm going to have to grade you a little bit differently than everyone else. I was just like, all right, cool. Because at least I'm passionate about a TV show rather than you telling me to make a superhero. I just come in and be a ripoff of like Superman. I'd be like, instead of blue and red, it's red and white. He'd be like, it looks like Superman. I'd be like, just give me a fucking D. <laughs> give me a D and like, get it over with. Um, all right, so that's enough of the random questions. Uh, Melanie, I enjoyed having you. I thought it was a little bit of, well, a lot of fun and a little bit of chaos, but that's that's usually how these things go. Um, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to add in or plug or, you know, have a conversation with? Um, and I know, I think the, I think the big thing was uh, just like getting out there and letting people know that there is new music coming and i'm so excited about it that's kind of where all my focus has been lately so um yeah i've been in the studio working with crazy talented musicians and a producer that's great and um i'm really excited about it awesome yeah well hopefully that uh, you know what it'd be i'm gonna put it on paper now i think what we should do is at the end of 2023 revisit and see how things go. It'd be funny if you come out in 2023 at the end and be like, all right, so I did five more shows. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? I was like, we had all these things planned. And you'd be like, yeah, well, life. And I have other interests. I'd be like, good for you. You are a go-getter. You know, sometimes those things come up. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Yeah, it, it's fine. Like, I, I mean, there's a, there'll be a part of me that's like, what the fuck? But then you'd be like, but I'm so much happier. And then you'll post that you're happy on social media. And I'd be like, fuck her. I gotta outdo her happiness now because... I can't look at her highlight reel. <laughs> oh, it stresses me out. Yeah, yeah. It stresses him. It stresses him. That's how we're going to end this. Very stressful. Yeah. Everyone yell. Everyone Great. Yell. Great. I'm really glad for that. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thank you for listening and good night. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. 
Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.